What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener or viewer, for coming back each and every week or how you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener or viewer, I'd like to thank you all so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, go ahead and give that person a crisp high five. But if you're scared of the COVID and all the different variants and all the or just germs in general, you don't have to give nobody a high five. You can pick up your social media app of choice, usually on your cellular device or whatever, and you can get your favorite app and you can send that person a DM telling them thank you for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Rounds with Rob on various social media platforms to include Twitter at 3RShow, Instagram at the. 3R show. I just came from Walmart not too long ago. You can find me finding things that don't belong in the alcohol aisle. You can find videos just like this one that you might be watching right now. And uh, on YouTube, if you search for 3R show, you can find some video game shit on Facebook and Twitch. Search for 3R show. And for anything that I may have forgotten to mention, you can go to randomrob.com and find all kinds of things to help support the show. Another thing that you'll find on randomrob.com is the motherfucking sponsor, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Go to hooksrub.com and you can get 15% off your order if you use promo code random. Promo code random at hooksrub.com. Man, get them Hooks, Rubs, and Spices in your mouth, baby. Put it on your ribs. Put it on your uh, green beans, your cauliflowers. Your be- it's, it's Thanksgiving time, y'all. You can get on your beans, greens, tomatoes, ham, ham. You know the damn song. Shit. But anyway, as you can see here, after I gave you my long-winded introduction that I have a guest. Um, Many guests come to me from across the internet. I've been blessed to meet many awesome people from from the realm of podcasting and people who also share the love of professional wrestling. So I meet a lot of cool people. This is not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Jokes. Just kidding. But joining me is my man Grizzy over hizzy. Chilling with your boy B-Rob. How you doing, sir? Rob, what's happening, man? How you doing tonight, bruh? Man. I'm I'm just I'm just here. I'm 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 living the life doing man shit. I ain't lifting weights today, but it felt (laughs) like it because I was lifting a whole bunch of drywall and uh moving things around and nailing shit on the wall. So I, I got my work out in. So you active though. You active. So yeah. that's up, man. I had to I had to get me a workout in earlier uh when I got off work. So I hit chest and tries, man. I'm I'm gonna have to I'm about to change my routine up a little bit, you know, 
Um, but we might get into that later on. So yeah, I, I mean, I try every day to work this shit out, but it it, it just don't it don't work out in my favor. <laughs> hey, look, gotta yeah, you gotta make it work though. You know, we trying to get we trying to live a long time out here, man. We trying to be healthy and you know, hell yeah, you know so. So uh, that that was one thing that I, I needed to know because obviously we frequent the same arenas, you know, right. Houston Premier Arena and everything for when we watch New Texas Pro and all the fabulous independent wrestling that we got down here in Houston, Texas. Absolutely. But, you know, that's I don't really know you so much outside of the arena. Right. So first question for me is, damn, where is the hell is you from? Because I know you ain't from around here. <laughs> Man, I am from Memphis, Tennessee. Very proudly from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, man, I've, I've um, lived around the world, but that is my home. My uh, mom still lives there. My sisters. I still got, you know, um, cousins, um, friends there that I grew up with. So, man, I'm a, I'm a Memphian. Memphian. That, that's yeah. the, wow. I never knew that's what they called y'all. A Memphian. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's better than some other places I heard. Floridian. Do that sound right? Floridian? Uh, That's uh, all right. Sound like a fish. Go catch me some Floridian. For sure, man. For sure. But like, so born and raised there or whatever, I mean, you wind up joining the military, correct? Air Force, right? Yeah, so I joined the Air Force, man. I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit of an older guy. Um, I joined the Air Force back in 2002, so did that, man. I was very fortunate. Um, only did four years, so man, I got to, but I got to see some stuff. I went to Italy. Um, that was my first base, man. And it just like really opened my eyes. Um, you know, it's my first time going overseas, so. Um, that was a great experience. Um, probably the most fun two years of my life uh, was going to Italy. And then they sent me to this small town called Columbus, Mississippi. So I was stationed there. Columbus was fine. Um, it was a two and a half hour drive to Memphis. So every other weekend with the schedule I was working, every other weekend, I would go home. I would see my mom. I would see my sisters, um, see family and stuff like that. And then I did a um, only deployed once. I deployed to Kuwait. I did a six month deployment there. Um, absolutely the hottest place I've ever been, man. Oh, I, boy. Was, <laughs> I was there from March till I think we left in September. And I still have a picture to this day um, of a thermostat that we took a picture of and it read 138. Mm-hmm. And not only are you dealing with the heat, you're dealing with sandstorms, the sand piercing your skin. Um, yeah, man, Kuwait, it, but Kuwait is a beautiful place. Like yeah. for back then, I'm pretty sure the base has grown, you know, now, you know, from where, where it was back when I was there. But like, if you get out and go downtown and go to the malls and stuff like that, Kuwait is actually, it, it is a really beautiful place. Yeah. No, the only thing I really know about outside of the fobs and all that shit is damn, they got a Nestle crunch factory out there. And I know the, um, the cooks. They had to end with some some contractors that would go out and they'd go bring back some cereal and shit. And I'd be sitting there eating Cocoa Puffs and all kind of other Nestle Crunch cereals with goddamn goat milk and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, the goat milk is prevalent, man. The goat milk. You got the dates. I don't know if you've ever had dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they remind me of raisins and texture. You know what I'm saying? So 
Um, that was my first time ever having dates when I went to Kuwait. Um, I'm going back overseas to work, you know, being outside of the military, but that's kind of another story. But Which yeah, dates, they're really let me let me bring back a little bit because you said your first uh duty station was in Italy, right? So you were what, about 19, 20 years old going to Italy? Man, I was actually 22. I joined the okay. military, military when I was 21. Okay. And, um, by the time I got to Italy, I was I had I was already I had already turned 22. So I had lived life a little bit, man. I had worked two jobs, I had tried to go to college. Um None of that stuff was working. So um, what really made me go to the military was my my younger cousin. He's like a year younger than me. He went in probably like six months before I did. And he came back home, you know, on leave before he went to California to his to his um, duty station. He was stationed at Travis, Travis Air Force Base. Yeah. So we chopped it up. We just had a nice little long conversation. And the day after that, I went to the recruiter and man, the rest, um, as, as they say, is history. So. Oh, so 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 did your man get the points for putting you in though? No, no, no <laughs> like that. Nah. And it's funny because I actually posted a picture last um not yesterday, but last Thursday. It was a throwback Thursday, and this was back in 02. And it was me. I was just got back from basic training in tech school. I was doing recruiters assistance and I was in my cousins, um, their family's cleaners in Arkansas. And that cousin that I was standing next to, his younger brother is the one that I was just talking about that went into the Air Force and um the one that went to California and the one that I'm I i do not want to say he talked me into it, but yeah. We just we you put just, you on the path. <laughs> right, right, right. He kind of lead, lead me towards that way, man. And I'm really, um, to be honest, I'm really grateful for the Air Force. And I was just telling the co-worker this the other day because, dude, if it wasn't for the Air Force, I don't know where I would be in life right now. Because that was like kind of like my my kickstart into my adulthood, um, for real. You know, like I said, I had work jobs and stuff like that but um, and, and tried to go to college. But once I got into the Air Force, it was just like a whole nother world just just it was just man just different so yeah i mean shit so you came in in 2002 and probably about i was already two years and some change in about okay. that time so okay. it, it was like i was gearing up to go to kuwait okay and, so you uh, old head like me then <laughs> oh yeah man oh yeah i, I, I can't see these grays man <laughs> oh because you got your shade mine coming through my mind be coming through here, man i don't mind it though so yeah but um i don't know man you that's exactly right because it was it was a lot different for me because leaning toward the military was like it's, it's a big thing in my family my father my brothers all kind of shit like that so i grew up around it right and, right and everything so yeah. when it came to shit right off the graduation stage right on the goddamn bus on the plane and I was gone. <laughs> oh man! See, you know? now, it took me a few years to get there. <laughs> after, I, after I graduated high school, it took me a few years to get there. Ooh, but see, you know, that's some people like that though, man. They they do that. They straight from high school right on the basic training, and then you got a lot of them that are you know somewhat prepared for it because they go through ROTC in high school. So, mm -hmm. you know, they kind of prepare for it. Me, I won't prepare for it. I never took ROTC in high school, man. I had no desire to join the air force anything like that when i was in high school you know uh, i i did two years of rotc okay and um you needed to do three to get a letterman jacket but i was just like 
fuck it. Why don't I try it out to see, you know, get a little taste and everything. And then I look fly in the alphas and shit. So, I mean. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, man. So, yeah, it's different though, man. It ain't for everybody. I I can say that. (laughs) I I tell you, I went to an Air Force base when I was in. And uh, it's just vastly, Air Force is way different than the Marine Corps and shit. It's just yep. even just even in the child hall. I'm going in there, I get my tray, and I sit right. down, and I'm getting ready to go throw my shit in the trash like I normally do. And then this, right. you know, this cleaner lady come around and try to take my tray, and I'm like, hey, leave my tray alone. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's a different vibe, man. I remember working <laughs> Army Cats, and they would be like, man, the Air Force, man, y'all got it made, man. Y'all got, y'all stay in hard buildings and yada, 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 man. Air Force, y'all got it made. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, I guess you could say that. Guess you, know? you should have scored high on your ass, player. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I don't even know why I picked the Marine Corps. It was just like because my daddy is in, was in the army, my brother okay. was in the army. You know, a lot of I think a lot of the people that was in the military is more more. I think it's more of us in the army gotcha. than anything else. And gotcha. I was just like, it was a similar thing. A guy I knew from high school came back. You know, got to put the bug in my ear or whatever, and I was like, mm, "Fuck it," <laughs> you know. And it's not a bad move, and I tell some of the youth of today, like, you know, if you're kind of undecided on what you want to do with your future, I mean, shoot, I, I, of course, I'm biased towards the Air Force. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the um, branch I was in, but I'm like, yeah, try to you know join the military, and you know, at least kind of give you a start and a foundation and then, you know, decide where you want to go from there. If you want to stay in, cool. If you want to get out, cool. So, I, I honestly think it should be, like, mandatory. You know, at least two years for everybody, you know, of, of age. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but, you know, I still think you should, you should have your choice if you want to go in or not. But Nah, motherfucker, take that choice away. <laughs> you want the draft to come back and shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm saying that from the other side or whatever. I didn't went right. through the fire and shit and retired and all kind of stuff. And I was like, you motherfuckers, you need to yep. get your punk asses out of there. <laughs> Especially because if they make it mandatory, they won't call my old ass back. <laughs> right. They ain't going to call us back, though. We, we done yeah. did it. They ain't going to call us back. <laughs> yeah, they don't want me anyway. My, my, my knees and back all chewed up and shit. <laughs> and me too. Look, that's a part of the reason. Like, we kind of got it. To it a little bit earlier, but like I went to the VA yesterday and um talked to my chiropractor, and he was telling me, like, because I have like bulging discs in my what I think he said my L4, my L5. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Look, he was like, I know you working out and all that, and you know, you about getting big. He's like, But I need you to cut some weight that way you can kind of relieve some of that pain mm-hmm. and lower back, which I already knew that, um, you know. He was telling me stuff I already knew, but yeah, man, that that doggone the bad. I hurt my back when I was in the in the military. So, um, well, shit, how the hell you did that? Huh? How the hell you did that? And just, just honestly, I was playing. Um, what was I? I was playing basketball. Um, the goddamn silent killer, right there. You know what? We can go to Afghanistan, Iraq, and Kuwait, yeah. and Egypt, and all these other places, and kick ass, and jump off a of truck. Right. And all kind of shit, but get on that goddamn basketball court. Murder. That's really where I I aggravated it. And then just from the years of toting them big old A bags and, you know what I'm saying, them heavy backpacks and all that stuff. So I think that has something to do with it as well. Well, that's that's why my knees and my back 
and my shoulder jacked up because of playing motherfucking basketball. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Just located cool. my shoulder, didn't even fucking know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just like, fuck it, it'll fix itself, you know? <laughs> ah, bro. Nah, nah, it won't, man. I'd have been in physical therapy and, like I said, chiropractor now. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do whatever I can to avoid surgery. Yeah. Um, because everybody I know, man, is having that's had a back surgery hasn't had just one. They had multiple. Multiple, yeah. Even my uncle, man, my uncle had back surgery, uh, another back surgery last month. Um, he, this has got to be like his seventh or eighth, and like at least the tenth span. So I'm like, I'm not. I'm trying to do whatever I can to prevent having any type of back surgery so word yeah yeah because like people do the surgeries and they'll get the uh the joint putting it back the little stimulator joint the little electrode shit mm-hmm. i ain't trying to hear it. The, only, yeah. the only thing that i would you know i would welcome if i had to do it or whatever is like if i lost you know a, a limb or some shit god forbid and i'm knocking on wood you know, right. I wouldn't mind getting one of them prosthetics. Them shit's cool, man. They got Bluetooth and everything, man. I can play Wii on my shit, you know? <laughs> Look at this dude. <laughs> <They> say Wii. <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, I hope to God that don't ever happen. But, yeah. you know, you're talking about lifting weights and all this other stuff or whatever. Is that something you picked up when you joined the military or something that you already, you know, been doing and all kind of shit like that? So, as far as my, my love for lifting, um, which you can find on Instagram. <laughs> Grizzly Great Gains on Instagram and Grizz Great Gains on Twitter. So, yeah, y'all can check out my videos. If you need any workout plans, um, just shoot me a DM as well. You know, I do workout plans. If you're in the Houston area, um, I do personal training sessions as well. So, you know, hey, if you're trying to get in shape, whatever your goals are, you're trying to gain weight, lose weight, muscle, whatever, just, just get at me. Um, but my my passion so and like and i'll go back to high school a little bit because i was always intimidated right they talk about that gym gym intimidation i think is what it's called mm-hmm. where you know you just go to the gym and you're like you think people are looking at you and you don't know yeah what so i always had like even throughout high school like even though i played sports in high school and stuff i just like their weight room man was just always a fear of mine and even joining the military um my first few years I never lifted weights and it was that deployment in Kuwait mm-hmm. when I linked up with a bunch of guys and keep in mind this back in the day, like we didn't have FaceTime, we didn't have iPhones, we didn't have none of that, bro. We had calling cards, we had pay phones. Boy. <laughs> you know, we had stuff like that. So um only thing that was really to, to, to for us to do is to go to work, go to sleep, go to the child hall and eat and lift weights. So I hooked up with a bunch of guys um, that I worked with. They kind of took me under their wing and showed me, you know, how to lift weights. So I did that. um, And that was like the year before I got out the Air Force. So I was lifting weights all the way up until probably about four months after I got out. After that point, man, I had just fell off. I, I fell off for years, for probably like three or four years. I just... I was eating bad. I was eating pancakes. Um, hey, man, don't be talking about no pancakes being bad, man. Come on now. <laughs> I'm drinking Hawaiian punch. I'm All just, right. my, my diet is horrendous. So I'll never forget 
um, I got a overseas contracting job, right? This was back in 2011. I got an overseas contracting job. And my homeboys in Memphis, they threw me a going away party. So we took a picture <clears throat> and it's four of us. And my beard wasn't as big as it is now. So you could really see my face. And I we took the picture and I saw it. And my face and my stomach was just, it was terrible. My stomach was out. My face was fat. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I, I said, I said, I can't, I can't do this. I was 203 pounds. I had never been that big before in my life. Mm. I know 203 pounds don't sound big, but for me, that yeah, that was it, it depends on your height as well. So yeah, yeah. So for me, that was big. So um, they had us out in training in Virginia for that job. You know, before we went overseas, we had to do we had to go train. So I said, okay, from this point on, I'm I'm on a mission, right? So I started. We would stand at this hotel. I would go to the gym every day. We would come back from training. I would go to the gym. I would hit the treadmill. I would do thirty minutes on the treadmill. Um, I would lift light weights, but nothing really too serious because my main goal was to get this fat off me. Hmm. Went to the job overseas. I was in um, this country called Oman. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of Oman. Some people have. Hmm. Some people. But went over there. My first six months, I dropped. I went from two hundred three to about 170 175 drop just drop weight i came back home on vacation i came back to memphis um like i said about six months later and people were like dude you, man you dropped a lot of weight man you dropped weight. like i'm like yeah i'm like i was on a mission like i had to get this weight off me so i got down about 170 175 then i started lifting weights right start lifting weights start lifting weights i was in the weight room i was serious got back up to the same weight 203 but, but it muscles. was muscles <laughs> huh but muscles yeah so even now even now like right now i weigh like i think 205 right now oh um, you can get on 205 live <laughs> i can't wrestle man i got these bugs and this man i can do whatever else i can do whatever else in wrestling man i can try my hand in anything else but i i can't be taking too many bumps like that but <laughs> But yeah, bro. So that's pretty much what kind of got me. And then I started seeing results. And there's a saying that once you start seeing the results, it becomes um, a habit or becomes addicting. Mm -hmm. And it's true. It, it really is, man. Like once you once you get in there and once you start seeing results, like oh man, I'm losing weight. Oh man, I'm cutting up. Or you know, I'm bulking up. I'm putting on the the mass I want to put on. Then you're like, okay, that's when the that's when it really gets to going. You don't want to miss a day. Um, even though you do want to miss a couple of days. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that, but um, that recovery is, that's when your muscles grow. Um, that's when your body repairs itself. So you definitely want to recover. Um, that was one of my mistakes, too, when I first started working out. Like, I was, I, I had ended up plateauing on flat bench where I was benching. I could bench, like, 300, and then it was just dropping, like, 290, 275, and I was just struggling. And I talked to one of my homeboys, and he had been lifting forever for years. And he said, "Well, how many how many days a week you work out?" And I said, six. He said, "That's why." He said, "Bro, six. yeah." He said, "Take you some rest day." I was, only day I was taking off was Sunday. I was working out Monday through Saturday lifting. And he said, "Bro, you need to get you some get you some rest and get you some recovery, and then you know that'll help with that plateau." So ever since now, I take. I take about two days a week off. So okay, yeah. uh, my I went on deployment one time and I was in that similar situation to where you know that's all we had to do: eat, sleep, yeah. and you know just you know daily task and whatnot. And right. I would go to the gym 
every other day. So it was like day on, off, day on, off, day on, off. Just that was my whole routine for six months. And I went out to the desert, I think about 178, 180 or something like that. And I came back 210. And that was the biggest I ever been muscly in my life or whatever, because I'm just normally a lean little dude. Right. It was just like my wife seen the difference. Right. <laughs> and uh it was just like I I remember that six months being just like, you know, like prison. Cause I mean that's all we had to do was work and work out and, and go to work and sleep and all right. kind of crap like that. But when right. I got home and everything, that's kind of when it all unraveled everything. Cause you got all of your vices and everything. You know, the wife wanna go here and then you kind of falling off your schedule. And then he's just like, uh, I don't feel like doing this shit today, you know? And it's just, ah, ah. <laughs> it's, it's easy to get out of it, bro. Mm-hmm. It's easy to, um, get out of that habit. So yeah, man, it's, it's, but it's just take discipline. And you know, once you, you keep that discipline up, man, and keep it going, you're going, you'll be good to go. So yeah, yeah. Man, I've been doing my, my, my little home. I call them closet workouts because it's I, I do that shit sitting in the closet. <laughs> I go I go in the closet in my in the bedroom over there. Yeah. And, um, I'll get up before my wife. Okay. And everything. And so I won't wake up, you know, because I it's our bedroom, the bathroom, and then the closet is on the other side of the bathroom. So right. I will wake up early and I will go in the closet and I'll bang out as many push-ups as I could in the closet. Right. And then I got right. a couple of free weights in there and I do a couple sets of them, you right. know, and then you know, I go about the day and that was just kind of like maintenance and everything, right. keep everything together. And yeah. And so when the schedule changed and everything to where I didn't have to wake up as early and whatnot, I still did my shit in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just familiarity, routine, habit. Yeah. Long, I look at it like this, as long as you're doing something mm. uh, and staying active, because man, like if you don't, it's just so much harder because a lot of people don't even realize like, like. You go to the hospital for this and for that, but a lot of it, the doctor gonna tell you, you know, a hey, diet and exercise mm-hmm. that cures a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like physically wrong with you. Man, I got a friend of mine, um, you know, back home, and you know, he's, you know, had had some health issues and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, you got to start working out, man. You got to, you know, cut back on this, cut back on that, cut back on the negative stuff and just, you know, drink more water, you know, go for a walk. You know, if you can't even, if you can't get a gym membership, you know, knock out some push-ups, you know, stuff like that. So just be active, you know, because I, like I said, I just seen way too many people that's um, about my age, maybe a little bit old and, and health stuff wrong with them. So, so yeah, that's just. You know, that's just me though. That's just what I what I see. So yeah, man. Because my goal was like, I didn't want to get huge again, but I just wanted to be, you know, in shape. You know, I wanted to be actively in shape. So right. it was like, it got to a point to where I started off just doing, you know, thirty push-ups a day. Gotcha. And then you know, after that, you know, after I got used to doing that thirty, you know, I bump it up to what like fifty. And yeah. after that, I bumped it up. You know, eventually I was able to do well over 100 push-ups in, in a sit in a setting just, yeah. you know, every day. And that was just like kind of like a goal for me. I was like, I just want to see if I can get over, do 100 push-ups and whatnot. Right. 
then after that, that's when I started incorporating, you know, weights yeah. and all kind of junk. And then I, I hurt my shoulder. And then I was like, fuck this couch. I, I ain't doing this shit no more. <laughs> the in, the in, yeah, the injuries happened. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that's how I missed my sciatica nerve up. Was, I was box squatting 315 and I was doing um, drop sets. So I dropped down to 225 and I got to like my fifth rip and I just felt that pop in my back. And um, yeah, I racked the weight back up and... Yeah, it was it was it was bad, man. That pain shooting down my left leg, and I was like, man, I like I would go somewhere, and my wife would get frustrated. She would be like, "Why you? What's wrong with you?" I'm like, you know my leg hurt, you know my lower back hurt. Like I couldn't stand for longer than ten minutes, and I'm like, hey, I gotta go back to the, I gotta go back to the car, man. I gotta- and so man, we- if you was in Walmart, you should have got you the little the scooter, man. Just <laughs> you know what she said that too, and I didn't, I didn't get. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it, bro. But she did. She said that, man. And I was like, nah, I said, I'm going to tough it out. You know how we are, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm in the situation I'm in now, because I'm trying to tough it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but damn, do you enjoy shopping with your old lady? Um, She know I don't. She know I do not. So I let her go. I'm fortunate though, man. Since we moved here, like her family's here. Um, so there you she, go. yeah, y'all y'all go handle that. Yes, baby. Yes. <laughs> it's just like I don't mind going. I'll go clothes shopping or something like that with my old lady. But damn, if we go to the grocery store, I'm just like, man, just give me a list and I'll go do the shit. Because going to right. the store with her is just like, you know, she's looking at shit. And then you got to think about it and then look it up on the phone. And I'm just standing there like, I'm like Mortal Kombat and shit. It was like, finish him and shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, 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 yeah, you right, man. I just. But nah. if you leave the shopping to me, it's just like meat and, you know freaking snacks that's that that's yeah. that's my go-to i know what meat to get i know what snacks to get or whatever right. for work damn right. if she give me the list or she go to the store it's just like looking for exotic shit or whatever it's just like i need some tarragoon beef i'm like what the fuck is that <laughs> you know and i'm sitting here i'm looking on the app i'm asking goddamn customer service where the hell the tarragoon beef at <laughs> they like what <laughs> and i was like man i hate going to the store for you <laughs> Yeah, bro. Yeah. I asked her to see, like, if I'm out and about and I'm, like, at Kroger or somewhere like that, and I'm like, hey, just send me a list of everything of what you need, what you want me to pick up, and then, you know, I'll pick up what I want, and we kind of just, you know, meet in the middle like that. So what a lot of people think you just go to the gym and you just pick up a whole bunch of heavy shit and put it down, and then, you know, you get muscles or whatever, but the most important part of, you know, being fit, being in shape is the diet, right? Yeah. Yes. The nutrition, um, it's levels to it. Um, levels to this shit. Yeah. He's about picking up the heavy weights. Like, nah, it's levels to it. Um, that nutrition, man, that nutrition is, it is key. It is so key. What you eat, um, when you eat it, stuff like even supplements you take, that stuff is key. Um, I usually tell people all the time. Now this is, this is my thing that I like to tell everybody, right? Ideal, no matter, well, I don't want to say no matter what your goals are, but 
you ideally want to eat six times a day. Mm-hmm. But this is what I mean by that. People get intimidated when I say that. But, oh, my God, I can't eat six times a day. No, that's not what I mean. I don't mean six whole meals a day. Yeah, yeah. You ain't talking about a rack of lamb and then turn around I, and eat a pork roast. And, right. Nah. So I'm like, okay, you had your regular breakfast, whatever that is, egg, rice, oatmeal, turkey, bacon, whatever, just giving examples. And then had you a snack, had you a protein bar, had you a protein shake, had you a salad, something like that. Then had your lunch, then have you know, your snack, then have your dinner. That's it. That's fine. And it's funny because, like, at work, my coworkers they they mess with me all the time. Like, Man, you always eat. Like, you, I'm yeah, like, you is. <laughs> oh, yeah, you saw me. <laughs> you saw me at the New Texas Pro Show. So, fam, I'm always eating. I gotta because you you don't want your body feeding off itself, man. You want mm-hmm. your body feeding off of some type of food, some type of nutrients, some type of something. So. Yeah. Yeah, because usually what um from what I understand is like if your body go into like starvation mode, start eating off itself and whatnot, that leads to like bloating and all kind of other stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You definitely don't want that, man. It's like you you, you definitely got to give your your body something to to um to eat out to eat, you know, some nutrients to get. So yeah, bro. Word. That, that is key. That is so important. A lot of people don't realize how important you can't. It's it's another saying too. What is it? You can't you can't outwork a bad diet. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> like you can work out all day long, but if your diet is crap, if you eat McDonald's and Burger King and mm-hmm. Whataburger and all that, um, yeah, that's, not, them, that's them dirty gains. Yeah, bro, you not you not gonna outwork that. Even though I love Whataburger, man, that's one thing I do love since I moved to Houston. Whataburger has become my go to like on my on my days where I lift heavy mm-hmm. I put a burger um and grab me I grab just like a burger and some fries just to get them calories and them carbs in me to help me push through that heavy weight. See a lot of people don't Word. realize that either that like on your heavy days if you lift a heavy man if you get eat you some carbs and they'll get you some calories yeah that helps you push push through on those days. So. Cause dude it's just like I don't, I mean, I, I have a, a drink you okay. know, here and there, you know, but it's mostly like now, you know, I didn't got with my old lady here. It's just like, I'm drinking wine and shit. So I ain't drinking yeah. heavy like I used to. Yeah. But other than that, it's just water. Right. Gatorade, maybe, maybe in water. <laughs> this is all I drink, man. I like the Gatorade zeros because they don't have, they, they, they have zero sugar. Mm-hmm. You got to kind of watch out for the regular Gatorades. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and you was just talking about alcohol. One of the things with alcohol is beer. Like beer. Oh, that shit. I don't drink that shit. Bro, beer will give you a gut, bro. Oh, yeah. You be walking around looking like Titus O'Neil and shit. Oh, man. Come on. Chill out, man. Chill that out. belly band. It's just like muscly and shit and just poof. Man, chill out, man. Titus, Titus do a lot of good, man. He do a lot of yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You look you do a lot of what good Budweisers. That's what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just I I what I don't even this is this is what fucked me up. It's that discipline shit that you was talking about. Right. So it's just um I try for the for the better part of anything, I try to eat, you know, healthy. And yeah. the snacks, even that I get for work or whatever, I get like granola bars and, right. you know, things like that. Some, um, you know, cashews, you know, some a mixed variety of nuts or whatever. Right. And that's what I would eat during the week, during the day and whatnot. 
And then on the weekends, because, you know, I'm off my schedule because I'm off of work. You know, I tried not to, you know, step out of that same, you know, rotation like throughout the week. But damn, that lady of mine. We got we got a young in here. Okay. Damn. She buy house snacks for the kid. And daggone, she's like, oh, I got you these, this damn 28 pack of Twix and shit. I was like, first off, thank you. <laughs> Secondly, did I ask you for this shit? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, do you see me normally walking around eating Twix and shit? I mean, you see me eating granola bars and grass and shit or whatever, and you gonna... Sn- so I now know. I'm sitting here fucking hanging drywall in the garage eating Twix and shit. Got a Twix in my back pocket. I was like, you motherfucker, why'd yeah. you do this? I, I got a five-year-old niece, man, and she and I'm surprised she hadn't came in the room now and tried to get on the camera. But um, you know, when she comes in business, man, and she has oh man, it's like her mom, they and my wife, they get her all kind of candy, and then it's in there on the counter and on the table, and I'm like, God dog, like they just had. Snickers in there, and of course I had to get some Snickers. So, yeah. So, but you don't have to be perfect. Like you don't have to eat. Uh, yeah. Every day you do want to have like a cheap meal or something like mm-hmm. that, you know. But yeah, I do have some patties pudding. <laughs> and I put early at work, dog. I, yeah, I had some like, early at work. <laughs> yeah. And then the benefit of eating cleaner and healthier, or whatever, is like, man, I hate. When I go to the bathroom and then um, them, them smells be coming out of me, bro. And I was just like, I don't like this shit. Because it's different. If you eating yeah. like greasy, junky, nasty food or whatever, you go in there and that, you just like, fuck, I need a gas mask. But and if you eating cleaner and healthier, man, it's just like, that shit just slide right out of you. And it's just like no smell and you're gone. <laughs> and it blog, it's like it, it blogs you down. Like mm-hmm. eating bad all the time, it blogs you down. Where, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you eating healthy and clean you feel better and your body better especially if you eating good like clean or whatever or healthier once you get something like a you know a a bad snack or you know something greasy or something in there your body immediately would tell you it's like hey player what what, was this (laughs) or sometimes your body will reject it man like yeah throw it up or whatever yeah or or shoot it out (laughs) right 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 yeah bro yeah so and I just I just hate that feeling. I don't like that shit whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. that's why I be mad when I'm sitting there. It's like, God damn it, I'm eating these Twix, and I know what's gonna happen later. <laughs> but see, like even at the show, like when you saw me eating, mm-hmm. like I had the gummy bears, you know what I'm saying? But I also had I had a protein bar too. And Nick, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Irene, man, um, from Wrestle uh, Wave or Rave, I'm sorry, Wrestle Rave, mm-hmm. and. He was like, "Damn, you gotta get that protein in," because he was sitting behind. Me. I said, "Bro, I'm so hungry, dog." I said, "I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. I always feel like I'm hungry." Yeah, I had to bring snacks, bro. I, I have to. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about it is, just like when you feed that machine, is just like you can't, you can't stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we done talked about eating junk food and taking nasty shits and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> When did you first come across professional wrestling? Because I mean, I've been a lifelong fan and with and whatnot or whatever. When when did it first come across your radar? Ooh, so let's go back um a long time, man. My my late grandmother, um, man, God rest her soul, she 
got me into wrestling. I've been in the wrestling fans since I was five years old. Um, I used to go visit her um, on weekends and for the summer. Uh, she lived in Arkansas. She lived about maybe an hour from where I live in Memphis. And man, my granny, she got me into wrestling. And um, I got, I think the first wrestling match I ever remember seeing was I think the it was the it had I think it was the Heart Foundation, but I can't remember who they were wrestling. But it was Brett and it was Jim the Anvil. And I'm kind of getting off the subject a little bit, but Jim the Anvil actually later on he was like my neighbor. He was wrestling in Memphis, mm-hmm. and he right well he was my next door neighbor. He lived yeah, in, yeah. in a building right across from me. And every time I see him, man, I would talk to him, man. He was he was. Um, man, he was cool as a fan. And so, you know, rest in peace to the Amble as well. But my, my granny, man, she got me into it. Um, she loved, we used to get Memphis wrestling all the time. So I grew up on Jerry Lawler, Bill Dundee, Jeff Jerry, Coco Beware. I actually met Coco Beware, um, years ago, man. This was like, this had to be like 98, 99, um, we, we was on a FedEx shuttle bus because he was working at FedEx, but he was also still wrestling in the Memphis territory. And I met him on a FedEx shuttle bus. But um, I grew up with all that, man. Everybody came through Memphis before they went to the WWF. So, like, my all-time favorite wrestler, Macho Man Randy Savage, um, he came through Memphis. Ravishing Rick Rude, Hogan, um, King Kong Bundy, Jimmy Hart. You know, the rock, the rock used to be Flex Cavana. He came through, he, he was Flex Cavana in Memphis. Um, he came through through there before he went to the WWF. So Memphis was kind of in a way a developmental for the WWF, kind of like how OVW was. Mm-hmm. Who else? Who uh Florida Championship Wrestling, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So this was back in and I'm kind of going back to when I got into it, but this was like back in 85. So like I said, I was five years old. Um, my granny got me into it. And man, I just I just became hooked. I was hooked as a child. I was hooked on pro wrestling. Um, I was hooked on basketball. I was hooked on football. And as the years went on, I it just, it never got out of my system. Mm. Being a pro wrestling fan, bro, even leading into the 90s, um, when, you know, early nineties, I guess it was early to mid nineties when business was down for like WWF and WCW, man, I was still yeah. a fan. Um, and then you had the attitude that would come on, which everything boom, blew up. And I feel like everybody was a wrestling fan then, um, and everything like that. So yeah, back in, back when I was five years old, man, I, I that's when I became a wrestling fan. So mm-hmm. that part. One of the people that you brought up in that list of names that you were shooting out or whatever, Coco motherfucking beware. That dude was a goddamn murderer, dog. Them freaking drop kicks, them goddamn brain busters, bruh. Fuck. He, he got a, if you go on YouTube, there's a video of him in Memphis wrestling. I don't know what, he was going against some, you know, local dude. I don't want to call him a jobber or nothing like that, but. He beat uh, the shit out that dude. Body, but. Man, Coco, I was like, man, he must owe Coco money or something. Because Coco, like, just beat the hell out of him. Yes, I seen so, that. I know it, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, bro. And, and I was there, like, that night um, back in Memphis, man. It was a cage match. It was Jerry Lawler versus Austin Knighter. And Tommy Wildfire, it was a hair versus, I think it was hair versus hair. And Tommy Rich 
um, he hid under the ring the whole night. He hid under the ring. So when the ref took his bump, here come Tommy Rich ass from underneath the motherfucking ring. Pie, they pie drove Lawler, man. They beat the shit out of him. The referee got up. Count one, two, three. They shaved all the head. Motherfuckers was trying to climb in the over the cage to get to Rich and Austin Idol and Paul Heyman because Paul Heyman was managing both of them. Or he was probably dangerously back then. Yeah. So they tried to get out, bro. Man, the whole crowd, like, collect. they had to hurry up and run out of the arena. Um, but that's how big Lola was in Memphis, bro. When yeah. when Jerry Lola was the king of Memphis, no cap. That man was the king of Memphis, bro. And dude, that crowd just bro, idol and rich. If they had to run out of there, man, they they would have got mobbed. And as a kid, I was just like, Man, I can't believe Lola. Lola I can't believe Rich was under the ring all day. And I I can't believe Lola. and they posted them, they they took one each each side of his leg and, and pulled it into the ring post and man they cut all the hair in the middle of the ring bro and as a kid seeing it i was just i just couldn't believe it because i was like i, said, I was a jerry lawler fan yeah. so uh yeah bro yeah it, it was i it just was like think thinking about that story and that experience bro and it, I'm, I'm looking at what we have now as far as professional wrestling and it will never be like that again no nah. Nah, nah, man. Unless you do something absolutely heinous, because like people kind of know know how the how the uh, the sauce is made, the secret sauce is made now. So right. it's just like, unless you do something completely heinous, like like for real, for real, that's the right. only way you would get a reaction like that. But I mean, nowadays you 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 never have anything remotely close to that. Uh, it it'll, it'll never be like it was back then. Mm -hmm. uh, at least I don't think it will be. Yeah, I mean for for good reason some at some point, but. Right. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because we we hear these stories now about how the old guard or whatever the older wrestlers talk about how the young t talent we have now is just like oh bunch of bitches and all kind of stuff because they want to sit back and play video games instead of snorting coke and drinking beer, you know. <laughs> but did they play cards and dominoes and stuff? You know, it's the same shit. It's just they had the technology that was available, right. readily available to them at the time. It's, it's just trying to pass time, man, and entertain yourself, yeah. you know. That's how, you know, that's how I look at it. Now, so, if you could play a, uh, I could, come on, man. I know you was in the military, so yeah, I know spades come around any kind of time or whatever. If you was to play a game of spades or whatever, who, who would you pick as a partner, a professional wrestler? Ooh, I don't know. Um, I haven't played spades with a professional wrestler. No, I'm saying if you could I, pick anyone to play spades with, to be your partner or whatever, who you think would be a good partner for you? And after I tell you who I'm gonna pick, you're gonna say it make a lot of sense. Man, look, I'm going with Ron Simmons. You goddamn right. I was gonna say the same I'm, shit. I'm going with Farouk, dog. Ron Simmons, man. Damn. That's what I'm rocking with. <laughs> Me and Ron. Yeah, that was the first thing that came to my head when I thought of the question, too. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? You better not cut his book either, man. Are you fuck you up? That's your partner. Oh. Gonna put your ass at the damn uh, dominator through the table. Oh man, <laughs> I think it, what? Yeah, I was thinking either him or JBL. That would be a cool motherfucker to have as a spades partner or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I, I, I couldn't really think of it. That's the only two people that come to my mind. I can't even really think of nobody else. I think to play a, a game of dominoes with would be cool to play. Um, maybe Mark Henry. Right. Or man. whatever. 
so long, bro. Me and my uncle used to play all the time when I lived in Memphis. But I ain't, bro, I ain't played dominoes in years, man. It wasn't really my thing, but I used to like to be around the table when they talk shit or whatever. <laughs> right. And see, like, my uncles, and when, like, I'm talking uncles, I'm talking about my granny's brothers. Mm-hmm. Bro, ain't no way I'll play with them. Hell no. Nah. Ain't no way I'm playing with them OGs right there, bro. I ain't, I ain't messing with them. Now, damn, when you get down here to Houston and whatnot, you know, you're getting used to the lay of the land and whatnot. Um, how did you stumble upon a New Texas Pro or just the independent scene around here in general? Ooh, good question. So uh, we moved to Houston last year, my wife and I. And, man, I didn't really know nothing about nothing. We moved from Delaware. Um, I was kind of hip to the indie scene there i actually did some i did um a ring announcing gig up there um i had ended up doing also like i was kind of like a manager slash bodyguard uh for my man's isaiah frazier um and my guy i did the ring announcing for franco uh franco varga uh, for his promotion up there in delaware and like i said we moved here and i know kind of getting off a little bit but i just kind of wanted to give you the backdrop before i got to mm-hmm. houston and stuff so um we moved out here to houston man i didn't really know too much about nothing um as far as the wrestling went the wrestling scene and i ended up going to a um texas all-star wrestling show it was right at greens point i did i stayed not too far from greens point when we first moved here so went to a um texas all-star wrestling show my homeboy brandon he was training with them and um he also went to the fitness connection at greens point that's how i met <laughs> that's the only thing they got in that mall <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i would think the mall was abandoned you know what i'm saying but they was like no nah, it's really it's stores in there that's open i'm like damn that motherfucker was abandoned and shit but uh anyway went to their show that's the first time i met bk um brian keith which is the new texas pro heavyweight champion currently and who hails from greens point right so I met BK um, and ended up, I think I started following him. Actually, no, I started following him on IG um, before I even met him. I don't know how the hell I found out about him, but I just started following him on IG. Mm-hmm. So through him, I kind of found out about the new Texas Pro shows. And I was like, man, let me let me go and you know check one of these out. So I reached out to their page i'm like you know the new texas pro instagram page so you know i was asking about tickets and stuff like that and um went and bought tickets and went to my first show i think it was astro world um back in it was my first show and i saw chris bay was gonna be there so i knew who chris bay i didn't really know besides bk I didn't really know nobody else. I didn't know Mysterious Q. I didn't know Dino. I didn't know Calvin Tankman. I didn't know um, Nasty Cole. I didn't know none of them cats. So uh, it was just cool. Then I'm like, Chris Bay came out on the crutch. I'm like, damn, he ain't even wrestling tonight. All that shit. So, but um, that show got me hooked. The Astro World show. So from there, um, went to the next show. I can't remember what it was called. Forgive me. Um, and then I ended up going to Tampa for their show in Tampa. I think it was Texas Till I Die or When I Die yeah. or something. So I ended up going to Tampa, going to that show. And then just from there, man, i just been going to every New Texas Pro show um, that they're having just because, I, um, man, I love the product. Um, Keeper's great, man. Keeper is mm-hmm. 
stand-up guy. Um, and then everybody that works their promotion, dude, like there's, in my opinion, there's not a bad match. Like when I go to the show, like dude, everybody puts on, everybody yeah. goes in on those shows. So I just, I just fell in love with the product, man. I just fell in love with the promotion. Um, you got Roxy kicking ass. You got Rachel yeah. Rose ass. You got um, Marsha, man. Um, met Nala Rose at one of the shows. Um, you got you know, the sort of women kicking ass. Then you got, like I said, Mysterious Q. You got Aaron Mercer. You got Gino. You got BK. You got Remedy, man. The list goes, fuck. The list goes on. Yeah. Got Max Heights. You got, golly, man. It's, it's just so much talent um, in that. And then what I love about it is, bro, from day one, New Texas Pro, um, the promotion has made me feel like family. So yeah. the wrestlers, um, even crazy ass nasty coach, you know what I'm saying? Kiefer, dude, they made me, they made me feel like they really, really made me feel like family, man. And I just, you know what I'm saying? I really, really appreciate that. So that's how that's how everything kind of came to be with New Texas Pro. Word. And you know, I do agree with that. It's just anytime that I've been to any of the shows or whatever i was at astroworld as well and uh what you know you be coming up with some crazy ass names i think the one after astroworld was like boheme or boham or some shit like that um yeah 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 i got all the posters so it's crazy because the, the the other posters are in my car which my car is in the shop because you know i i end up i got hit last month my car still in the damn shop but i got all my posters like in the trunk of the car like this the elijah one poster mm -hmm. here um that i got yeah, that was a pretty dope show. Yeah, and then this was... Uh, and that's the one we just came from. Yeah, this is the one that just happened Saturday. So, so yeah, bro, I'm a huge um, New Texas fan, pro fan. Once we, once me and the wife get settled and everything like that, get the crib, man, I get my, I get another man cave. Uh, I'm going to put them all up in my man cave. So, word. Yeah, and it's just like, like you were saying, just what I've, observed of the the fan base that comes there or whatever i mean there's a ass load of regulars that come yes you know it's just like you start to get to know people faces and some people's names and everything like that and then even like you said the wrestlers you know when they come to the shows or whatever i mean they sitting there and having a full-on conversation with people in the crowd or whatever just hanging out after the show sometimes and just just chilling talking and whatnot and you just hit something that i Failed to mention was the people that I've met the the and I and I made a post about this on Instagram the other day, but the people that I've met like the fellow wrestling fans that I've met, um, with going to New Texas Pro, man, I I, I love it, dude, I love it. Like you go in there, you chop it up, you know, with another fed and stuff like that. And it's just it's just super cool. So that's something else that I that I really like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially like if you in there and you tweet a picture or you post a picture to Instagram. And you scrolling through the feed or whatever, and then you see somebody else take a picture from the same place. I was like, "Wait a minute, motherfucker!" I was just yeah. <laughs> that's how I met some people too, like, yeah. like just like that. That very scenario. I think that's how the same thing. Me and you. I was just like, "Wait a minute, right?" Like, you at the show too, and I'm looking around. I was like, "Hold on." He took a picture, and I'm trying to match up the angle. I was like, Who? "Right, he over there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I said, I met a few people like that, bro. Yeah. But, but, but speaking of professional wrestling, man, yes, there's a lot of shit going on outside of New Texas Pro, whatever. 
um, shit going on with AEW and all these other different promotions, especially today. I mean, you heard what happened yesterday and today, right? Right. The cuts. All the people just got cut. You know, Nia Jax and Keith Lee and Mia Yim and Scarlet right. and Karrion Cross and a whole bunch of NXTers. B-Fab, who just got called up to SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she's the most shocking one to me, and I'll explain why. You just said it. She just got called up to SmackDown. Now, what I didn't realize, I heard Brian Alvarez bring it up, but she just signed, I guess, a new, a new contract. contract. Yeah. So that one, I was just like, wow. Like, that's that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't and know. It, and it I'm is sure. unfortunate or whatever, but it's just like through the next 90, to, 90 days and 30 days for some, um, I mean, they still getting paid, which, you know, right. it's still a good thing. Right. But it's just damn, you know, they lost their dream job, you know, yeah. man. But with the state of professional wrestling right now, you got many in a Buku promotions mm-hmm. that's uh, out there. One being New Texas Pro. Right. <laughs> when right. they start showing them names and everything, I started putting their names next to New Texas Pro. I started tweeting them. I was like, hey, bro. Hey, bro. Right. You know, throw a little, little Fetty that way in uh, about 30 and 90 days. Yeah. But, um. I don't feel, I feel bad because, I mean, anybody lose a job. I mean, it is what it is. But I don't feel bad because of the state of professional wrestling as it is right now. If you would have said, if they would, if it would have been all this shit maybe, what, three, four years ago, might have been a cause of panic. But with AEW, even the rise of MLW or whatever, um, who I believe is going to take up the slack of ROH since they doing they shit. It's about to bring them up too, man. Ring of Honor. I, I hate that they, you know, kind of closing up shop like they're doing. Um, that's rather unfortunate. So, yeah, dude, it's it's yeah. I hate to see that too. I hate to see anybody lose their job because, um, you know, I know how that is. I know most of us adults know how that is. Anyway, yeah. You know, so especially with what's been going on, you know, with the pandemic and all that. So, so yeah, bro. I I, I hate to see that. But I mean, in the ROH's defense or whatever, I mean that company been paying their wrestlers this whole time since the pandemic right. started, even right. when they weren't performing and whatnot. So I mean, that's commendable. But now it's kind of, I guess, coming back to bite them in the ass because yeah. uh, Sinclair Broadcasting is in what twelve point eight billion dollars in debt <laughs> right now. So, I know that's, that. so yeah. that's kind of why ROH is kind of getting the, the cut. Or whatever they they're not going away completely, but they're taking a hiatus, a siesta, until yeah. um, they can come back with a better plan and whatnot. So yeah, they say something. They said um, what maybe April? They're gonna shoot for April to come back. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. I did hear about that. I mean, we try to be optimistic or whatever, but I mean, you're talking about a company losing twelve point some odd billion dollars. I mean, that it, it doesn't seem likely that you know that's gonna be something that they'll. ROH will bounce back from, but what right. in that same vein though? I mean, you know, people are being let go from there, and um, they're gonna have to go out and make their bones in other companies or whatnot. Who are you most excited for from to see come from ROH and go out and do other things? I know the Briscoes is at the top of a lot of people's list because it seemed like them motherfuckers don't never go nowhere. <laughs> Bro, I'm gonna tell you who I want to see. Um, Shane Taylor Promotions. Yeah, that was a, another 
staple that a lot of people was talking about him and the people surrounding him. Yes. Um, who I'm I like, didn't know was from Houston. Who? <laughs> Shane Taylor. He, from I didn't Houston. know that. Me neither. Um, somebody else I'm a huge fan of in Ring of Honor is um, Jonathan Gresham. Oh boy, I think that's what everybody's waiting to see what what the hell he gonna do. Yeah, man, I I like that cat. Um, you know, I he he was one of them people, man. I made a tweet. I put a tweet out there. When was that? I think it was Tuesday. I put a tweet out there saying, you know, I just named a list of wrestlers, man, that I want to get in the weight room with and you know hit the weights with, and he was he was on that list. Uh, of people that I would like to work out with. So yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of his. So I'm I'm interested to see what he's he's gonna do and what the future uh will hold. Yeah, it's it's you talking about weights or whatever. That dude looked like he just been eating them shits. You talking about <laughs> what six meals a day? He eating six yeah, plates. He, he a beast, man. Uh, him and Jordan Grace. So mm-hmm. and it's crazy to see them transform or whatever because uh freaking. Goddamn, both of them. I mean, they were still, they was, they were fit, but like now it's just like crazy or yeah. whatever. It's just like she don't have an inch of body fat on her no more. Right. And damn him, he ain't got no neck. <laughs> <laughs> this, his shit, he just, he did a turtle. He was like, you just head and shoulders now. He yeah. like, he remind me of a, in a way, a Tomohiro Ishii. He just got, it's just head and neck. Just. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So yeah, they they were on that list, man. Because I love, I like work, I like I love working out, but I love working out with other people as well, just to try to pick their brains. And, you know, they can pick my brain, and you know, maybe it's something, you know, that they're doing different than I can benefit from, and maybe it's something I'm doing different from them that they can benefit from. Hmm. So because yeah. you because know. I think what you usually work out with uh, Gino and uh, you, right? So I have not worked out with Mysterious Q yet. Mysterious Q, come on, bro. We need to get in the weight room, man. But uh, now I usually work out with Gino Medina, man. Um, man, he he's an awesome workout partner, dog. We chop it up, man. We laugh. Uh, but, you know, we take care of business too, bro. We get in there and we work hard. So um, I got the videos of us working out. They're on my Twitter and my Instagram as well. So, um, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's a pleasure working out with Gino. Yeah. What do you think is the um, the next step for that guy? Because, I mean, he has the tools and whatnot. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, even from the last show that we were in, we had, we had the ladder match and everything. Dude was hurt. Right. <laughs> it was still working. I was just like, I don't know why you would do that, but I understand why you do that. <laughs> right, right. But, Man. I mean, oh. yeah, I, I see I see big things on the horizon for him with a couple of other people down there, but him. I, I think the sky the limit for Gino, bro. Um I really do. Whatever he, whatever he want to do, man. I don't know if he want to go. I don't know if he's aiming for WWE. I don't know if he's aiming for AEW, New Japan. Um, he's an MLW now, um, bro. I, I don't know, but the sky's the limit for that guy, bro. Um, I'm proud of him, man. I'm, I'm, I am. But yeah, anything he want to do, dog, he can, he can definitely do it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, being with these guys going to the um, new Texas pro show or whatever, it's just like, it blows my mind, the talent that comes through there. And then, oh, yeah. you know, it's crazy. Cause just about everybody that we've seen since Astroworld all the way up until Hocus Pocus the other weekend, yeah, just about everybody that been on the show, those shows has been on AEW at some point or MLW or anything like that, or even ROH. 
So right. it's crazy to to see that you know that that talent pool that we get down here in Houston. I I, I will say this, man, and I, I know you hadn't asked me anything about any other like um, wrestling or any other like promotions or nothing like that, like indie wise. Um, but I'm gonna bring up I'm gonna bring up my boy, man, since we talking about people in New Texas Pro. But um, there's a guy out there by the name of Eric Royal. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, him. The ace god, Eric Royal, but he wrestles um Carolina, he wrestles in Georgia. He's the I don't know if you ever heard of action uh wrestling, but they're yeah. from Georgia. So he's their champion. Okay. So me and Eric go way back. Me and Eric was in the Air Force together. I've been knowing Eric since 2004. So we and that's actually how we met, bro. We just I don't know how it happened. We were in the we were in the dorms one day and walking by each other, and I guess we just started talking or something and um, we both found out we both like wrestling, man, and we've been good friends ever since. Um, so he's been there, he's been kicking ass. I know I think he has a show tonight or tomorrow night, but dude, he's wrestled um he's wrestled um God Trevor Lee, which mm -hmm. um, Cameron Grimes. Cameron um, Grimes. Yeah, him and yeah. They, Turn Whoa! Yeah! <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they trained together in North Carolina. Uh, so he's wrestled him, man. He's wrestled a barbarian. I mean, dude, he's wrestled two cold Scorpio, I think. He's wrestled MVP. Shit, two cold Scorpio is just like wrestling everybody right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. So so yeah. Him bro. and Ricky Morton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, my boy Eric, man, I, I would love to see him um down here at New Texas Pro, man, and 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 you know, get a match with one of the talented um people down here, man, whether it's Q, whether it's BK, Mercer. Um, Gino, Max Heights, whoever, bro, like T-Ray, uh, anybody like that, bro. So shout outs to T-Ray, man, proposing to his old lady, man. Oh yeah, that was nice. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. My wife was like, "Did you record it?" I was like, "Man, that I, I felt like that was kind of private or whatever." I know that, but there was other people doing it too. She's like, "But it's for their memories. You could have sent it to them." I was like, "Yeah, well, I was thinking about it." Right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know what the hell was going on. And she, she like, she's a smaller lady. I thought that was his kid, man. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even see what they were doing. I just turned around and saw him on one knee in front of her. And then I knew what was going on. Yeah, because um, he brought in the ring and there was um wrestling. They were doing some spots and shit or whatever. Mm. She came out the road to hit your man with a shoulder tackle. And he flipped over and shit and took the back bump. And then right. when he was getting up, he stayed down on one knee. That shit was crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was. So I haven't committed to memory. I for, for <laughs> whatever. So. <laughs> but they still wanted you to record it, though. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Maybe next time you, you can do it again, uh, so we can kayfabe it up, <laughs> put it on the pay per view. <laughs> yeah, let's go. But shit. So I mean, who 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 else on there? I mean, T Ray is another good one. Uh, retired. He just retired most recently from the army. So. Yes, and I didn't find that out until Saturday at the show. Yeah. Then uh, JJ, he's a, a fellow Air Force man. Yep. Him <laughs> shot a couple shows ago. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with him and uh, Fly Def. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, New Texas Pro has just introduced um, a what, tag team title tournament. When they so, do that? That's uh, coming up. Um, they was trying to announce it at the Hocus Pocus show, but shenanigans <laughs> with JJ Blake and all this shit. So, right, yeah, I'm interested to see to see that. Oh, but 
you know, we got BK there, who I think there's tremendous upside to that guy. And then oh, we got he's a busy hell yeah. You had a match the day of the show <laughs> for um, Booker T over at ROW, and then he came down and did um, the new Texas Pro Show. And then the next day, I think he went and did another. Sh- this dude is always working. But he he got some other shows coming up too, man. I seen on his Twitter. Um, he definitely he has some other shows going coming up too. So yeah, he is getting around now. So <laughs> people starting. I got to talk to him on the show. He's talking about it was crazy that somebody flew him out somewhere, and he was like, "I, I didn't. He didn't know how to feel about that." Hey man, he better get used to it. <laughs> yeah, now um. I watched a match with him on a, I forget what it was. We talked about it. I think he was on a main event or 205 Live or some shit like that. Yeah, I saw that, man. Corpus Christi. Yep. He fought TJP, and that was just like, I wasn't expecting that. I was just like, I I was flipping through. Because if you go to, what is it, cagematch.com or .net or whatever, they got all everybody's statistics and everything. So you can go to a person, and it'll show all the matches that they had and shit. You know, and I right. was like, TJP, let me look at the shit. <laughs> yeah, all that. I saw that match. Man had the button up on and everything. I call them the barbershop shirts because they had the pockets. <laughs> right, right. They said the barbershop shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I know BK going to take off and go do great things or whatever. But what do you think about Mysterious Q? Man, I'm a huge fan of Q, dog. I'm, I'm I'm a huge fan of his, bro. That man can move for a, for a guy his size. That dude moves like a cat, bro. Like some of the stuff he does is like somebody way smaller than him should be doing. So yeah, man, that that dude is talented. I want to know if he's gonna start selling his mask. I think he should start selling them because I actually I forgot to ask him. And I'm like, dude, I should ask him, dude, you selling your mask? I want to you know put one on for Halloween because I already had. Yeah, rock his mask for Halloween. <laughs> he was at if he had some for sale, but no, nah, man, he's another one. He's another one that's busy, man. QB wrestling like up in New York and some everywhere, man. So, yeah, yeah. man, he's another one, dog. He dog, bro. Goddamn, Kifa and uh JJ when they had I was here when they had the elimination chamber here, and um. <laughs> That's when Becky was uh, running around, start, starting to turn into the badass that she is now. Right. She uh, jumped the barricade and attacked Charlotte. And mm. JJ and Kifa was the security that escorted her out. And I was in the crowd like, I know them. I know them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's what's up, bro. That's good, man. And I'm telling my wife, I was like, look, I, I did, they was on my podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hell yeah. But shit. Uh I had something. Then I got excited about Kifa and JJ. Um <laughs> fuck it. Uh I, I, I don't know what else to talk about unless you got I, something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh I mean, I don't know either, babe. Um uh, you know. I don't really know what to talk about else either, man. Football, I guess, maybe. I don't know. My nah, boy. No, we, ain't, we, ain't, we ain't gonna do that. We we gonna oh. start wrapping it up then. Um we, ah, <laughs> New Texas got a um show coming up in Dallas, which unfortunately I ain't gonna be able to go to. Plus, I got a wedding that weekend too that I just found out about. Okay. Uh, well, I didn't just find out about it. I knew about it that it was coming up, mm-hmm. but I had to move shit around for work. 
Got you. Because, like, I was like, yeah, man, they got a wedding in November. And then work was like, hey, man, I need you, we need you to work these days. And I was like, all right, cool. Then I was like, wait a minute. Got a motherfucking wedding to go to. Mm-hmm. And Siri got activated. Can't Come on, don't be doing that to me. And... No, we no, we don't want to do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shenanigans. So, are you going to make the trip? I will be there. Me and my partner John, we going, we going, um, we going carpool. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that show, bro. Um, I get to see, man, look, I get to see Trisha Dora. Yeah. First. So I get to see her live for the first time. I'm super amped about that. My girl Faye Jackson, dog. I've been a fan of hers for years. And I'm hoping to get to meet both of them and get a picture with them. Yeah, maybe work out in the gym. Oh, <laughs> uh, Calvin Tankman, man, dude. Yeah, so- I seen him. He was at the Astro World show. So yeah. yeah. First time I ever even heard of him or knew about him or anything. And bro, that man, that man a beast, dog. So I'm looking yeah, for BK um Tangle. So yeah, bro. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that show. Um, Alley Cat, somebody else I'm looking forward to um mm-hmm. seeing. I think she got Rachel Rose. I think. I think so too. So yeah, yeah. I know um Trish is going against um uh, Roxy. Yeah. So I I want to see um we got kind of gypped out of it or whatever. Unfortunately, uh Darius Lockhart didn't yeah. make the Hocus Pocus show because he had a concussion and shit. So- so Darius, I've been knowing Darius for years, man. And I met Darius through my boy Eric Royal. I was telling you about mm-hmm. the actual heavyweight champion, but they wrestle in North Carolina. So I've been knowing Darius for a few years, man. I'm um I'm looking forward to seeing him get here to Houston, man, and and wrestle BK. It's like we done had two instances where they, they were supposed to wrestle and you know, unforeseen circumstances happening. Mm-hmm. Hope we can get that match soon, bro. Yeah, I need to see it. I yeah. need to see it with my eyeballs. <laughs> yes, I'm looking forward to it, dog. I know he he has a match or had a match um here recently with um Lee Moriarty. Yeah, um, which is somebody else that has been in New Texas Pro a few times. This, this yeah, it's cool as hell. So, so, yeah. so like you know how after after the show everybody usually hanging out or whatever. I think he fought Lee Moriarty at Astroworld or one of the ones after that. He. But- BK fought Lee at Astro World. All right, yeah. So he, I don't know if you stuck around after that, but them two dudes, even after the show, they were still in the ring wrestling each other and shit. <laughs> I didn't see that. Um, I talked, I chopped it up with Lee for a little while, and then I think I ended up dipping. I ended up leaving. Yeah, but dude, I stayed after, and those two, like after the show was over, you know, everybody cleared out and everything. They got back in the ring and started wrestling each other again. <laughs> wow. And wow. it was just crazy. They was just like chain wrestling and grappling each other and shit. And it was just, it was just fucking crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. I can believe it. I'm glad to see Lee on AEW though, man. I saw him um Wednesday night. I'm about to say last night, but Wednesday yeah. that side of L and Leo Rush and um Dante. Dante, um, damn was Dante last name. Martin. Martin, yeah. Thank Martin. You. So I think they I think they got a match what tomorrow? Tonight, maybe. Tonight. Dude, I'm tripping, bro. I don't know why I'm thinking today, Thursday. I wish it was Thursday. I had an extra day to do some shit. <laughs> I don't. Give me this Friday, man. I'll take it all day. Yeah. 
But yo, I do want to say, I do want to say a big thank you to New Texas Pro, man, for letting me um hold the belt up for the main event, the Monsters Balls match um mm -hmm. last Saturday, and then present the belt to BK, you know, after he won that hard fought match, man. I ain't think BK was gonna make it through him because make it through the match because Remedy Remedy was fucking everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought BK was done, but uh, but yeah, man, it was it was, dude, it was a pleasure and an honor to be able to do that, man. I love working working with um New Texas Pro and being a fan, and yeah, dude, it was just uh, amazing, amazing. Word. And before we ride out of here and everything, I know you said it earlier, but remind everybody again where they can find you on social media. Yes, go to Instagram. Grizzly Gray Games is my Instagram. And then my Twitter is um Grizz with one Z Great Games. And then the games is with a Z as well for both of them. So that's it, man. Y'all can find me. Shoot me a DM. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want some workout plans, you know, fitness advice, anything like that. Uh, if you just want to chop it up about wrestling, you know, you want to chop it up about Memphis Grizzlies basketball, Tennessee Titan football, get at me. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what flavor of gummy worms to get, <laughs> bro? So hold up. Speaking of that, let me show you my the the stash. <laughs> so this is where them gummy worms came from, right? You see this big ass bag? <laughs> you see that? That's what my gummy worms came from. Dog. So I usually eat the I usually eat these like in the middle of my workout because they're fast digesting carbs. So with the fast digesting carbs, man, they good. They get in your bloodstream. Sometimes they, you know. Uh, I don't want to say they help you get a pump, but they just—it's just good to have those fast digesting carbs, man. While you while you're working out, so word, word. They, they came, it came in through the clutch. I think Gino and Roxy, Gino yeah, and they Roxy, ate all your shit. <laughs> yeah, they finished them off because I didn't even eat them all. Like Keeper had some. Um, um, oh, so, you, you, oh. so you know, back in the day when they used to have to do walk around with with the candy. In the locker room or whatever for the wrestlers or whatever. That's that that's Grizz. He he'd be walking around with the gummy worms and shit. What's up, play? You want some of this? Cole Cole Raddick has some. Keeper, uh, Max, uh, Rike. <laughs> See that boy slanging the gummy worms, baby. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. So I bring them to the next show. I bring them to twenty five lighters. Word. And yeah. I I will see you there, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir, man. Look, I appreciate you, my guy, for having me on your podcast, bro. Man, I appreciate you giving me your time, homeboy. Hey, anytime, bro. Anytime, man. Thank you. And, and as it is for every guest of the Random Realms of Rob, the door is always open for you to come back to promote your next big thing or just to shoot the shit. Yes, sir. Appreciate it, man. I would definitely be back. Hello, Hey, this is Hoppy. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm over here cooking dinner with hooks, rubs, and spices. Uh, B-Rob turned me on to this stuff, and i tell you what, it's great. It's a homemade blend of the finest ingredients sourced from Texas gardens, farmers, and markets. And it's some good shit. i tell you what, try the smoking sweetness, or you can try Hoppy's favorite, the Mad Cow, which is a nice peppery slap in the face. One taste, and you'll be hooked. Hooks, rubs, and spices.